To her fantasy football. We have some very hey. exciting news today. We are launching on ESPNW. Yeah, yeah. So winning. excited. Winning. Yay. So make sure you hop over there and check us out. Should be a little fantasy tab, and then it's basically us. So come look at it. We got some tiered rankings, some write ups, a bunch of fun, fun stuff. You can always find us at HerFantasyFootball.com where you can find our easy cheat sheet, HerFantasyFootball backslash easy cheat sheet. And on Twitter at HerFantasyFB, I'm your host, Courtney Kirby. And I'm Ashley Williams. And I'm Brandon Lee. And we're going into the week that does not matter, but it does hey. matter. Hey. Not even remotely. No. Not even nope. remotely. So we're not going to like do matchup by matchup or anything crazy. We're just going to talk about positions, get you prepared for your final drafts, and uh, for some football. So for some real football. So excited. We're a week, a week and a couple days Woo. away from seeing some domination. Woo-hoo. And just like most of our drafts, you should be drafting a running back first. So we're going to start off with the running backs first. Right, ladies? Yes. We're going to break it down by studs, some sleepers, and people bench. Don't play them. Don't pick them up. Nothing. Of course, we're not going to talk about everybody. So, again, go back to our site with our rankings and easy easy cheat sheet. Ashley, who say that is ten times fast? Exactly, right? easy cheat sheet. Oh, it's like easy. gonna be cussing. You can't even say it once. It's gonna easy be cheat sheet. Cursing. Easy cheat sheet. Easy cheat sheet. Easy cheat sheat. I was oh, so wow. good well, at these sites. Oh my god, Ashley! Should be a linguist. <laughs> I know. It's weird. Interesting. Interesting. Yeah. It's very hidden. Good. Very hidden talent you had no idea about. <laughs> <laughs> Enunciation. Enunciation. Oh, it's so good. It's so good. <laughs> We're gonna start off with the running back studs. Ashley, who is your number one stud? Mr. Jamal Charles. What? Yeah. yeah. No shock. No shocker, right? Um, but there has been some weird nervousness about Charles, which I find it's very... It's totally weird. It's, it's weird. I'm like, how could you have scored the most points last year and there'd be nervousness? And I get it, because Courtney's going to say, but Ashley, their offensive line is terrible. I get it. And yes, they are. <laughs> but okay, so he might get ten less yards. Again. Right, he's not worried about it. I'm not yeah. worried about it. You shouldn't be worried no. about it. Mm-mm. I mean, the guy last year in just in 15 games still had the most yardage. Not even played the full season with you know almost 1,300 yards, 12 touchdowns, 70 receptions, um, and then he had 693 yards and seven receiving touchdowns. This guy is like. He's crazy town. He's the real deal. I mean, he had more receiving yards than some of the RB3s that people are picking up right now for their total yards. Like, it's nuts. Do not be worried about him. And don't be discouraged because he hasn't played in the preseason, in the third preseason game. I mean, it, he's a little, little banged up to injury. It's totally fine. He's going to be ready to go by the preseason. He is a stud. Go for him. Love him. Nice. Well, I'm going to start off with the guy that, the only guy I think that competes with Jamal Charles for the number one spot, and that is LaShawn McCoy. And why are we talking about this? 
because I genuinely believe that if you're in the top four spots, you should just take a running back. I know it's trendy and it's hip to take, you know, wide receiver, tight end even, and it's whatever. But if you can get LaShawn McCoy or Jamal Charles, I don't understand why you don't. Unless you're in some whacked out league. I don't even know what league you'd have to be in. It's so true, Brandon. Like, the wide receiver is like a hipster pick now. Like, if you're a hipster, you take wide receivers. Yeah, first. yeah. Like, I'm, I'm too cool to take a running back. Cool, I'm waiting on cool. running back. Zero running backs. And I'm like, why? Because I wear a flannel t-shirt and I have a mustache. So I choose wide receivers. <laughs> if you have a mustache. <laughs> I mean, I like, yeah. I, hey, I'm that person. I like wide receivers. If you're not the first four picks. Courtney's a hipster. You, you heard Put your first. hands up. Yep. I for sure. But you're right. I think picking a wide receiver in the first four picks is bananas. Bananas. Also, I think it's totally different if you're at the end of like a 12 person draft, right? And then you're like, you know what? I'm going to get Brandon Marshall or, you know, whatever that I can. It's like elite guy and then come back. But then I think in the second round, like when people say wait on running back, they're talking like four rounds. And I say no go. No. If you take wide receiver first round, that's fine. I would. I'm sorry. I would have to get then a running back in the second round. I can't nice. imagine yeah. going four, five picks without ever picking up a running back. Well, and there's so because much more depth to the wide receiver. Right. And you have to start two. I think this is different. I think a lot of people play, play weekly fantasy now. Right. So then, okay, I'd understand that. You're like, I don't, I don't love a lot of these running backs this week or what have you. But if you're playing for the long haul, you have to start two running backs every week. Right. So if you have a bad first one, your second one's going to be tragic. That's the problem. Even when you start with two good ones, a lot of times your second one ends up being tragic due to injury or some weird game calling or what have you. But uh, yeah, so I think we're just giving a little reminder that, I mean, I know it's a thing right now. It's like also waiting on quarterbacks. It's just gotten out of control. So I'm just saying, Sean McCoy, get it done. Brandon said you can keep your mustache, you can keep your flannel, you can keep your PBR. She's taking a running back. I'm sorry, <laughs> LaShawn McCoy had the most yards last year rushing. 1,607. Get with the program. Get with the Get program. With the program. <laughs> We're starting off sassy, you guys. <laughs> All right. So we'll go down to the third pick overall, sometimes fourth. It's depending on how you, you roll the dice. But Adrian Peterson is my number one stud. He's a machine. I love him. He, too, is not playing preseason, which is fine. He's sitting on the sidelines just chewing his sunflower seeds. I, I'm into it. I love it. I can't it. help yep. it. I love it. I love it. Feels it feels more baseball to me, but I'm into it. It's, it's, just, no? it's just such a... Just a classic move. I don't know. I'm. I love him. He likes. He loves Zimmer's new offense. I love Zimmer's new offense. The yeah. Vikings might be my new Detroit Lions this year, people. Oh, bold oh. statement. I know. That's a positive. I know. You cheating on your Lions? You're cheating. You're stepping out. The Lions are still there. I still love them. I still love them. Okay. Um, but I just I love everything that's going on with the Vikings. They're just they're just so cute and just so fun and they're just I don't know. I'm into them. I'm into them and I'm into AP. Don't worry, he's old. They're all old now. It's fine. It's fine. <laughs> he's the old. man. He's the man. Ashley, who's your second stud? This one's a really tough one for me. 
Monty Bull. So, I know. <laughs> it's tough. This is a tough one. I agree. It is tough because I'll tell you why. So, no one can say with certainty what Monty Ball is actually going to do because we didn't really see him play last year because he was behind Nosha Marino, who had, like, you know, season of his career last year, fifth highest scoring running back. You know, so, but now Noshan took his talents to South Beach. It's now Ball's team. And so we're not sure what he's going to do. I mean, he, he was out a lot of preseason because of an apodectomy, and the Broncos gave him a ball a lot in the third preseason game just to make sure that he was ready for the opener and he was looking good. And he did. He looked good. His legs looked fresh. He looked um, like he knew the playbook. I, I feel better. I feel confident. But I would have a hard time taking him over someone that's a bit more proven. Antonio Brown. Do you know what I mean? But he's a top, I mean, he's going to be a top running back just because it's not really a committee. He's going to have the touches. He's on a team with a fantastic offensive line. And they're being, you know, helmed up by Peyton Manning. I mean, what's really going (laughs) to go wrong here? You know, but. It's so funny. You draft uh, him not because of his talent, but because of the talent around him. Yes, absolutely. I mean, it is what it is. It's terrible to say, but yeah. You know, and. And it, it was weirder, too, is I'm drafting him based off what Noshan did last year because right. it showed the opportunity of what the running team could do. And so I'm basing yeah. part of this on him and assuming that he has enough talent and that the Broncos organization have enough faith in him that they're willing to let Noshan go, who, who played well, right. because of their faith in Monte Ball. So right. You're not drafting Monte Ball. You're drafting the Denver Broncos running back. It's kind of, you know. Yeah. But he and should have same numbers. Note, yeah, on the same note, pick up Ronnie Hillman as a handcuff. I you love Ronnie don't Hillman. Have Monty Ball. And right. that's what makes me nervous, too, is because Ronnie Hillman actually, when it was getting a lot of goal line touches, too. So, again, mm. it's like, ah, uh, is this going to be like a Tolbert situation where all of a sudden Ronnie Hillman comes in on the third down, like Monty Ball runs, runs it all the way down there, and then they're like, great, thanks so much, pat on the back. Hey, Hillman, step on in. Well, we thought the same thing last preseason with Noshan. We're like, no way. Noshan was benched yeah. in 2012. It's not going to be him. He's not going to be the only soul back. And he basically was, you know? Yeah. I think so. I think Ball. I like he's him. A, he's, he, I mean, he's, he's one of my studs. Yeah. I'm just saying, like, he's a little less studly than some of my other studs. Yeah. He is. Yeah, he needs to work out. Yeah. He, he, needs, some, he out. needs some protein shakes. Protein shakes. He needs to bulk up. <laughs> to get as studly. Yeah. 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 Got it. Brandon, who's your second stud? I'm going farther down the sheet, and I'm going to do a possible stud. Interesting. I'm going to do a little encouragement for the Toby Gerhardt train. Oh, my gosh. You're on it. Now, I'll tell you why. I'll tell you why. His ADP has, like, gone way down. Like, people are not drafting him. So he's actually now a deal. It's kind of, and I'm going to say this later about Percy Harvin, too. Guys that I was a little tough on at first, but now their ADP has gone down so low, they're actually back to a good value. So you don't have to get him in the first or second round. You can get him in the third or fourth round. It's nuts. Like, people are really not coming towards him. They think that he's going to be getting 20-plus carries per game. And I actually saw the season, or the... um, Week three preseason game. Okay. Week two, he was kind of slow and a little weird looking. But week three, he actually looked pretty great. He had actually some nice runs that were taken back on penalties. I felt like uh, I 
all of a sudden I had a lot more confidence. I also, had, I in general just had more confidence in the Jacksonville Jaguars this this year. I know, I know. I like the, the Jags. I like them. Different team. Gus Different Bradley way. might be my other coaching boyfriend. Oh, I know. It's There's intense. cheating going all over here today, guys. Yeah, we Corey's are. Corey's cheating on the Lions. You're cheating know, on Mark Trussman. Sometimes no, new relationships know. just blossom, you know? You just need to I mean, jump thank, on it. Thank God I don't commit to anybody or I'd be cheating people too. I mean. It happens. Mm. It happens. I just, I feel like. Um, Rivera is still my favorite coach. He's got it. Rivera? Oh. Mm. With the shaded glasses. Love him. Love really? That's oh intriguing. my god, I love him. Gruden was my favorite when he actually did coach, but Rivera. Not, his, not his son, but his You yeah. aren't thrown off by like the glasses that change tint, you know? Love like it. Love you love it. that. You it's find like that's you, you find that sexy. And I just I'm like into it. You probably find it. do you find pleated pants also sexy this year? What's going on? No, Jim Haba is not on my not on the uh, list. list. Right. No. No. Wow. Okay. Well, see, you learn something new every day. <laughs> and I learned by watching, and that's why you watch preseason, you guys. Like, I was, I was not to into judge it. the hotness of coaches. Oh, yeah, exactly. I was like, <laughs> okay, uh, to judge the hotness of coaches, and then to learn that certain players um, are exceeding expectations. Now, yeah. I'm not saying that he's going to be your number one guy, but he's a fabulous number two guy. Yeah, yeah, we, and we yeah. have him ranked at number seventeen out of running backs, and uh, I think I think that's fair. But I think it's high. You probably can get him lower than that, and you know if you're in a bad draft position, so you know that you're gonna get to that time and you'll be like, uh, "Who's here?" And if Gerhard's still there, go for it, because I'm okay with him in the in the fourth round, especially. Yeah, no problem. Pick him up. You but, know, and I'm I'm in, I. My guy's kind of falling in the same place, you know. And I've always been his biggest fan, and I'm still in love with him. Andre Ellington. <laughs> love you. Yes. Um, and, and this is just for the mere fact that, listen, they're going to use him. They're going to use him a lot. I mean, they're saying 25 to 30 touches in preseason. It appears to be that way. They're using him in yeah. every – the best part about him is they're using him in every aspect. First downs third downs, red zones, receiving. I mean, the man is getting the ball everywhere. Yeah. There is no, you know, some guy behind him that's trying to steal the touchdowns and, and the catches and receiving yards and whatnot. It's not that way. I mean, they are using mm-hmm. him in every which way. I love it. He's going 30th overall. So if you're in a 10-man league, you can get him at the end of the third round. If you're in an 8-man league, you can get him in the fourth round. I mean, I just think he is fantastic. Now, he's going to be playing a lot, which means that there's that possibility he could get injured. Um, but, say la vie. I had Julio Jones last year, so I'm really just over the fact of people getting injured. I drafted Wes Walker, <laughs> and two hours later, he got knocked out with a concussion. You know? Name of the game. Name of the game. happens, so it is what it is. I think that's great value. End of the third, fourth round for Andre Ellington, who is going to be what they call a workhorse. So, well, and this is because everyone's on this wide receiver kick, right? Right. Everyone's Hip like, stuff. I need wide receivers, so I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna draft running backs. So it's like, okay, well then, I guess I'll collect them like little toys, and then you right. can trade with me later. 
I'm sorry. I can't believe some of these guys are dropping into the fourth. Some of them fifth round. Because if, then, after these guys are gone, as we're going to get into sleeper and bench territory, it gets pretty ugly fast. Like It's true. Yeah. It's true. All right, Ashley, start us off with your sleeper. Uh, Mr. Noshama Reno. Oh. And I want to start off with, I told you so. Way to go. I called it. I, ca- I called this, I don't know how long ago. You did. You did called I this not? in July. I called it in July because I know my Noshan. I know him. I'd see him up at the bars <laughs> by my house. I saw some of the ladies that he was. I was going to say, you might have made out with him in the bathroom. I did not make out with Noshan. I did not. <laughs> I can tell you that. He's with, one of the few. I can tell you that with probably a <laughs> solid 85% confidence that I did not make out with no Sean Moreno. 85 is so good. That's 85 good. is pretty good. In my good. like, it's a solid a good percentage. Like in my height of downtown, like 25. Yeah. I feel pretty good about that. I feel 85 is a solid number. Good. But That's no good. Sean. No Um, He, kind of like on the Gerhardt train, is insane value for where you can get him even more so he's insane value his adp right? is yeah. 105 you can get him in the 10th round get it yes please what the and lamar miller is 94 and i'm still like really people really have we not learned our lesson i i'll have to i'll, I'll divulge into that one later but, it's gonna be the fred davis of 2013 it's like why oh, yeah. do 70% of you people own him he doesn't even play. I don't. And here's my thing is that I don't. I really, truly believe that Nosha Marino will literally be even on the depth chart as the starter by week five. Oh, before that, I think. Minimum. Oh, yeah. I mean, like he came out balls of walls. He looked great. I mean, there was again worries about he the did. offensive line. And again, I get it. They're worse than the Chiefs offensive line. <laughs> so bad. Uh, and Nosha's not Jamal Charles. But he looked great. He looked really good. And he looked great compared to Lamar Miller. I don't even understand why this is a contest. He was came off an injury. He was a little overweight for camp. It's part of his thing. He's looking great right it's now. It's part of his thing. It's part of his thing. I get it. I know. It. You're right. It's so sad. You're right. It's, I know. But he's, he looks good, and the value you can get for him is insane because literally he realistically could be – you'll get him the 10th round, and he could be pulling up RB2, borderline RB1 numbers depending on – the season. I'm just, I mean, how the season kind of unfolds and if the offensive line is able to gel a little bit more, but he's going to put up some big numbers. I call it. I'm calling it again. The value is insane. Sleep Drop up. the mic. <laughs> I, like to, I like to do the little Brom where he blows the chuck. Oh. Or I yeah. could do the mic drive too. Let's you see. know what's weird? I, I thought you were like blowing those little star confettis. I don't know why that's what popped in my head. That's what popped in your head? Star confetti? Star confetti. Mine was the, like like Tinkerbell dust. You can yeah, fly. That'd be fun I definitely <laughs> wasn't thinking LeBron, though. I, I don't want to like offend you, but I definitely did not think LeBron. <laughs> Are you saying that I'm too dainty? Speaking, of, I'm like... which, speaking of which, come check us out at, at, uh, <laughs> on YouTube. We're... We record this so you guys can actually see us. We, we You can see what we're talking about. It's not just yes. audio Dude, here. See my mic drawn. It's because I'm such a delicate little flower, Brennan. You are. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Well, speaking of LeBron, I'm going to take you to Cleveland. Let's do it. 
Uh, ben Tate, do you remember this whole narrative in the beginning of the preseason? They were like, Terrence West is going to come and take his job. Uh, that's, that didn't happen. So <laughs> Experience <laughs> always trumps rookies. Always. So I don't... Listen, Terrence West is a great talent, and like he's a great handcuff, and I'm, I'm drafting him in the leagues. I mean, I, I think he's great. But Ben Tate's had a wonderful... Um, preseason. preseason. There's no reason to believe that he's not going to be a starter. It's kind of like um, Rashad Jennings with the same narrative. Like, oh, these guys went to these teams, but they're not necessarily going to be the starters. And it's like, yeah, they are. They were brought in there for a reason, and it's happening. Chris Johnson. It's all those guys that made these moves. I'm actually really into them, and they're lower in the ADP. People are second-guessing them and getting their handcuffs and whatever, and that's fine, but I'm, I guess I'm going in and swooping them up. And I guess if you are someone that's waiting on quarterbacks, let's say you're towards the end of a long draft and you're like, you know what, the only thing that's left that's elite are wide receivers and quarterbacks, and maybe you decide that you're just, you are going to forego it. This is where you get the value. I think these guys that went to different teams, right, like No Sean, Ben Tate, Sean Jennings, Chris Johnson, I, I think all these guys are going to have value. So, um so, yeah, I mean, you know, yeah, okay, let's be honest. Ben Tate has injury issues. Right? He's, he's missed nine career games due to a toe, hamstring, ankle, quad. <laughs> There's a toe turf, broken Ooh. heart, hangnail. We sound like one of those like commercials. They list off every single like possible side effect, and they randomly throw like cardiac arrest in the middle of like yeah. skin rash, yeah. cardiac yeah. arrest, um, sore tooth. Like they try to like yeah. sandwich it between two softer ones. Yeah, seizures. Yeah, yeah. Right, yeah. right, right. Sore muscles and sore tooth, and in between it's cardiac arrest. Yeah, but. Yeah, no, it's it's bad. The injury history is bad. I, I don't want to act like if you draft him, you're easy street. That's not true. But he's definitely value right now. So as long as he stays there, I'm all for it. Yay. You know, one of my sleepers isn't actually a starter. It's more of a handcuff, but I don't care. I like him. He's going to be starting the first two games. Bam. Bernard. Pierce from the Baltimore Ravens. I like him. I love him. He's great. He's actually fighting for the starting job after Ray Rice comes back from his suspension of beating his fiance. Um, so, I mean, first two games he will be starting, and he's going to be great. I, I just think he's going to win the job. The offensive coordinator, Gary Kubiak, loves him. Um, you know, why not? Can I tell you, I had a moment, I had a draft last night, and I was frantically trying to find Riley Cooper. It was my third to last pick, and Riley Cooper was still out there, and I was like, I want him, I need him, he's got a different bye week than my other guys, and I'm like searching and searching and searching, and I can't find him, and all of a sudden it auto-drafts, Ray Rice! We had all (gasps) agreed that we weren't going to pick him up, and I was like, no! And then I tried to, like, drop him immediately and wouldn't let me drop him. And I was just like, oh, no. Oh. And because what, my screen was scrolled down, too. So, like, the person it was on, I, can't remember, I was like, okay, well, if it auto-drops out, that's fine while I'm trying to, like, pick. But it wasn't scrolled all the way top to show me that it was Ray Rice. It was a very sad moment. I was very upset. That is the worst. But he's being dropped immediately. Well, thank you for announcing that on air because that's important. Yeah. 
Um, <laughs> it's true. It is important. I think you should trade him. You know, I I don't I don't enjoy him being. You know. Well, she's not going to trade him because they all agreed not we to. We all draft we him. all agreed we weren't going to draft him. Oh. So. Oh, in yeah. your in your league. In my league, right. we agreed we wouldn't draft him, and then uh, boom, auto pick. At least they oh, all were there yeah. and knew I wasn't. I didn't do it on purpose. I was right. just like, then yeah, you can't draft him or can't no. trade him. Yeah. Yeah. Well, God bless. I mean, get the guy off your team. And then the person behind me, as I'm like, "Where's Riley Cooper? Where's Riley Cooper?" They took Riley Cooper right after me. I was like, "Oh I hate man, you. Yeah. that's awful." Well, mm, brutal. Bernard Pierce, people. He's out there. He's going to be the starter for the first two games. And who knows, he might become the starter afterwards because Ray Rice was awful last year. So I like him mentally. Second round of sleepers, Ashley. Steven Jackson is my other sleeper. Oh, we said oh. That's a bold choice. Not liking Steven Jackson? No, I'm respecting you for making this bold move. I'm excited to hear your (laughs) assessment. That's Brandon's past aggressive way of being like, you're a dumb beep. That's no, right. That's no, right. I just. That's all right. I, we'll roll. We'll I roll didn't with see it. that coming. I didn't I know, see it because coming. I, because I have voiced my opinions on Stephen Jackson many a times. That's right. Why. It hit me like a freight train. Oh, man. Because, which leads me into why it's so difficult for me to call him a sleeper. But here's the reality, is that his ADP is 91. You can get him in the yeah. ninth round. Yeah. So yeah. for his value, because Steven Jackson used to be a top running back where you would literally get him in the third, fourth round. And I would never, ever, 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 I mean, I'm going to say it one more time, make it very clear to everybody, I would never draft <laughs> Steven Jackson in the third or fourth round because yeah. he's too inconsistent. He's injury prone. He just came back from 27 days of being out with a hamstring injury. He was subpar at best last year and kind of came on between, like, week 12 and 17. So I was like, okay. But he's inconsistent. But in the ninth round for a starting running back, that's great value, right? That's You can't pass that up. Well, he never had less than nine points. Week yeah. 12 I mean, like, so, for, for flex and, and roll round nine, I mean, that's... yeah. So that's why I have him. Devontae Freeman is his handcuff. You, you could go out and get him as well. Wouldn't it be the worst idea? Because, again, Steven Jackson, a little inconsistent, and they do tend... And Jack Wiz Rogers was kind of the backup of Devontae Freeman's kind of stepping into that role. And Jack Wiz did get touches. So there's a good chance that Devontae Freeman will actually still see some some love on the field. Um, yeah. So it's not, a, it's not a bad handcuff. It's one of the better handcuffs in the league, to be honest. So there's there's opportunity there for both of them. I know it's shocking. So I do, I do complain about him every season because Courtney loves it. I'm like, ah, Steven Jackson. Uh, yeah, no, I was actually going to talk about Chris Johnson, which I mentioned before. So, I mean, I just, they love him there. They love, I love him. him. I love him. They love him in New York. They love Ducker in New York. We'll talk about him later. And Geno Smith is not as bad as you think he is. He's it's, looking it's, better this year, right? It's crazy, you guys. I, I don't I don't want to get too excited. My husband's <laughs> bouncing off the walls. He's like, ah, oh, the Jets are back. Super I mean, Bowl bound. No. He is. He's all in. And I'm not quite sure I'm all in. But I do <laughs> think that there's a ton of fantasy football value with the New York Jets. And I'm going to start with Chris Johnson because I'm sorry. He's never rushed for less than 1,000 yards ever. 
Okay. Um, he was the ninth highest scoring fantasy back last year in standard scoring leagues. And he's never caught less than 36 passes. So if you're in a PPR league, I, I just, I don't, I don't see the downside here. I mean, I do know that he's getting older, and I know that he had knee problems. But he had knee problems all last year, and he was still great. So I feel like, especially with how low he is, he could be your third running back, you guys. That's how low he's going in these straps. If you have Chris Johnson as your third running back, a fill-in guy, that's just not a bad situation. A a really bad beat-up Chris Johnson is still better than Lamar Miller any day. Just saying. I feel bad for Lamar Miller. His games just like they take me to a place. Like, I don't know <laughs> I don't know where I am. I'm like, why is this happening? But people yeah. are will draft him over Chris Johnson. It's crazy to me. It's crazy. I had an audible noise when Lamar Miller went off the board at this fantasy football meetup in New Jersey this weekend. Someone took Lamar Miller and I was like Ugh. Like, I couldn't even, like, <laughs> it was such a bizarre noise that came out of me. And um, Micah, who's the FF magic man, was like, oh, did you want him? And I was like, oh, no, no, no. No, no, no. <laughs> it was bad. I felt bad. I was like, I'm sorry. That was let's, probably a yeah. Well, let's be clear, because we're being a little harsh on Lamar Miller. And I'll be even harsher in a few minutes. But... <laughs> Lamar Miller's not bad if you're a Miami Dolphins fan. We're just saying fantasy-wise, it's an extremely bad decision. Sure, he's a great guy. Sure, he's delightful. Sure, he's a great guy. And their offensive line is just not coming together. Although, no Sean Moreno made it look like it was coming together. So, Who knows? Who knows? It's the magic. You know, I, I have a handcuff, and... He's my one of my favorite handcuffs, and his name is Jeremy Hill from the Bengals. Yeah. I'm into him. I'm, like, really into him. Now, everybody knows that Giovanni is the starter, and okay, fine, whatever. But Giovanni has done not much this preseason at all, averaging 2.45 yards per carry. And last year, you know, he shared carries with Green Ellis, so that explains his, you know, 695 yards. Um, But if Giovanni continues this way, he might be sharing the ball again with Mr. Jeremy Hill and some time because Hill is doing great this preseason. He's a rookie, so buyers beware. You know, I have no NFL stats to share with you, but in the first or in this last two weeks of preseason, Hill has doubled Giovanni's rushing yards and quadrupled his receiving yards on the same amount of carries. So there's that. So um, there's, there was a reason Giovanni Bernard shared touches last year. Yeah. Yeah. There's a reason. Uh, I was really hoping this would be his breakout year. Well, and you know what? And it might be. It it's might preseason. Be. Yeah. You know, everybody's trying to figure themselves out and whatnot. You know, new offense. Um, but I'm just saying, Jeremy Hill, as a rookie, is really stepping it up. And if it's a run-first offense, Hill might be stealing some of those catches and and touchdowns and running yards away from Mr. Giovanni. Um, 
I usually go by last name, but Giovanni is such a great first such a name. Goodie. I just, yeah. I have to say you it. You have to, you have to. I like, I'm looking at my notes here and it's about Jeremy Hill, but all I see is Giovanni. He should because, be the share of, because the spell share check of is football. like, it's incorrect. And it's like all of my screen is Giovanni. It's, he's, it's a great name. Don't you think he should be the share of football where you just call him Giovanni? There's like no last name required, just Giovanni. Yeah. It's like Peyton, yeah. Peyton and Giovanni. You just can't, there's no more. You get, you cannot have it. There's no date. Let's move to the people we do not want on our fantasy team. Bench. Ashley. Bishop Shanky. Sankey, sorry. Sankey. Sankey. I was like, Bishop, Bishop Sankey. Bishop Sankey. <sighs> so I, it was funny because Brian and I have been discussing rankings earlier this week, and I do the running back rankings, and we were like, what do we do? Because I have... Bishop higher than Sean Green because there's that potential there and everybody any any site you go to is going to have him higher than Sean Green right. but Sean Green is the starter and I was really struggling like I kind of want to drop him below because he hasn't looked good this preseason he's yeah. fumbled in every single game <laughs> which is not not <laughs> unexpected for a rookie I get it but I mean there's a reason and he's not I even second I think it's unexpected I'm yeah, sorry. Yeah, I don't yeah. know of a lot of rookies that fumble in every game. Brent, I'm Courtney, trying to be nice because I'm going to turn to Lamar Miller I just later. talked about Jeremy Hill and, you know. She didn't mention any fumbles. I didn't. Why? I'm trying to be nice, Brandon. All right. Well, I, I, I have, like, I like, I have like, one nice moment of the show each week. This oh, I'm my, sorry. This is my... <laughs> <laughs> You picked you picked Bishop to talk about. I picked nice Bishop moment. because again his okay. name is Bishop. I can't be mean it's, to a it is, Bishop. It is a fabulous name. No, but name. so he's and the issue, so here's the other issue too, is that yes, he's fumbling, that's that's bad, that's not good. But he's also third in line. So it, it goes Sean Green, then Dexter McCluster, and then Bishop Sankey. Right. So mm-hmm. he's still expected to get reps. He's he's gonna get some touches, he's gonna be in the game. Um but the fumbles make me really nervous because you do lose points on fumbles. So, I mean, if you're in a league where you don't get fumbles counted against you, I don't know any league where a running back doesn't get that counted against you. Um, there's some leagues where, like, if a quarterback gets sacked, that doesn't get counted against the quarterback. Some leagues they do. But for the most part, everyone gets loses for fumble. Uh, just bench him. Because at best, he's going to have fantasy value midseason. And he should still be out there. And if he's not still out there, you, it's probably because you still have someone that's already going to be better on your roster anyway. So, leave Bishop, behind. leave Bishop behind. Bench him. And I'm going to bench CJ Spiller. I like this so. call. I, I'm benching him not because I, I don't like him as a player or I don't think that he'll be okay, but I feel like he's going way too high in drafts for the fact that Fred Jackson has twice the amount of carries and twice the amount of yards in preseason. Now, that doesn't mean that that's what it's going to be in the regular season. I'm just telling you I wouldn't draft him in the top 20, and that's where you have to draft him. Um, but that's how it was last season. And that's how it was last season. It was season. how it was last season, yeah. And I, I actually think he's a really dynamic, great player, so I don't want to act like, you know, I don't think he has the potential. In fact, in 2012, he rushed for 1,244 yards, 459 yards receiving, eight total touchdowns. Those are, that's that's great. I could totally be okay with that. Um, but uh, the quarterback situation still funky town. Sammy Watkins is supposed to come and save the day, but 
you know, he keeps getting hurt. It's a little funky town. I'm just going to use the word funky town. It's too funky town in Buffalo for me to take them anywhere in my top two rounds. Yeah. Maybe top mm. three. Literally, there's not one of them I would take. And I hope they prove me wrong, but I haven't seen anything to really change my mind. Sad. It is sad. And I Great like guy. the Bills. Mm. Yeah. Like, um, you know, we touched, we, know. we touched I mean, we on this know. earlier, so I'm only gonna, you know, talk about it for a moment. Bench, I have Ray Rice. Listen, I will say it for the last time. I will not draft Ray Rice, and I don't care when or by whom he does get drafted. If others overlook the fact that he did what he did and want to say it's okay to Roger Goodell for only suspending him for two games for assaulting his fiance then fine, draft him. And get your stats some other site because I'm not giving them to you. <laughs> this is me, standing strong, Ray Rice. Don't see me in the elevator, my friend. She's done with you. I'm done with you. <laughs> you don't see me in the elevator. No. Would have been a much uglier scene. Take the stairs, my friend. Take the stairs. Wow. Ashley, who's your second person on the bench? <laughs> This will come as a shock to you guys. It's Lamar Miller. <laughs> oh! Yes, I know. It's shocking. We should I send know. him flowers. I know. I feel a little bad. I know. But, okay. So, I said it before. I will say it again. Lamar Miller is not your guy. He's not Miami's guy either. No. Okay? So, don't pick him up as a viable RB option. Like, can someone please explain to me? Seriously. Why people continue to love him. I, I, I really don't get it. He rushed for 709 yards, and he only scored two touchdowns last year as a starting <laughs> running back. Two touchdowns. <laughs> two. And he had 26 receptions for 170 uh, yards. I mean, seriously. I need someone to explain this to me, because it's not... It's it's many experts out there still on the Lamar military, and I just don't yeah. understand it. I feel like Not I'm taking good. crazy pills because I'm like, I'm looking at numbers and I'm looking at tape, and I'm confused. Yeah, I'm confused. I'm confused. This is two classic. touchdowns. Two touchdowns. I think this is classic college player who was dynamic in college, and everyone thinks there's this untapped potential. I just can't. So, um, on to people I can't. All New Orleans running backs. Literally. Don't do it. They're going to split time between the three of them. Pierre Thomas, Mark Ingram, and Kerry Robinson. If you're in a PPR league, I can forgive you for drafting Pierre Thomas. But other than that, literally, you guys, you're going to be so frustrated. Unless you're in a best ball format and you decide to be really crazy and draft all three and see if one of them hits each week. Which, by the way, Andrew, don't do that. Uh, we... <laughs> I love Andrew. He takes Andrew's any ridiculous idea we say and rolls with it, and I love it. It's dangerous. Uh, it's it's like dangerous, it. though. But yeah, so so yeah, that that I just in, in general saying don't do it. Love it, and I'm going to go on that train and say also the Carolina Panthers running backs. Yes. I, I, I put down D'Angelo Williams, and I believe that he, you know, he's done. 
Um, but I was going to put Jonathan Stewart, although he is doing better this this preseason. But don't let that fool you, people. Okay? Yeah. Just just don't. Just stay away from them in general. This is a good lesson to learn. Just because they're the starter doesn't mean that they're draft worthy. Okay? Sure, D'Angelo's the starter. Awesome. He should not be your starter for your fantasy team. Just don't do it. Don't do it. All right, we're done being negative for a moment. Let's move on to the wide receiver studs, our husbands of this category. Oh, I love them all so much. Brandon, who's your first husband? Well, I'm going a little like husband slash boyfriend, but I'm going to talk about Alshon Jeffrey real quick because Mm. uh, I am actually a Brandon Marshall girl. I've drafted Brandon Marshall in numerous drafts so far because I'm usually in like the 12 to 14 round or 12 to 14 pick, and, and Brandon Marshall's there and he's just an elite guy. But if I decided I would get an elite running back and then get a receiver, I just feel like Alshon Jeffrey's great. Listen, Marshall caught 100 passes last year, but Alshon Jeffrey caught 89. So, and in the preseason games, yes, there's still a love affair with Cutler and Marshall. But (laughs) the love affair's only been, it seems that the um, friskiness with Alshon Jeffrey has just elevated their relationship. Because now Brandon Marshall isn't getting triple teamed all the time. So he doesn't have to force the ball in in his lovely Cutler way. So now he can, everyone's happier. It's, it's a nice little uh, relationship going on between all the teammates over there. So go for it. Go I will say it. I think it'd be fun if somebody out there, I'm looking at you, Andrew, made a video, <laughs> made a video of Brandon Marshall and Jay Cutler clips. To endless love. Aww, that would be too cute. That would be cute. We'll and Crabtree one would be nice too. Yeah. You know, I love those bromances out there. Mm, so cute. What's, what would the song be? Monster by Rihanna. <laughs> yeah, so good. So good. I showed my husband the anaconda video tonight. Oh, Have you guys with, seen the anaconda video with, with Nicki Minaj? Yeah. No, the one. Did, I this, heard the, did this inspire your Facebook post? Yeah, you guys, what she can do with her derriere is amazing. It is. Like, amazing. It's athletic. Amazing. Yeah, no, it really is. It's crazy impressive. I. Share I what you can't. said, though, because I was laughing really hard at it. <laughs> <laughs> did you like how I said I threw my back out trying it in the mirror? <laughs> oh, I didn't see, I didn't see that part. Parents like, how do I feel like I always uh, learn something when I watch Nicki Minaj or something like that? I do. I'm like, wow, that's what the kids are doing these days. <laughs> yeah, it's, <very> like, <laughs> it's pretty cool. It's pretty cool. Well, back to the bromances. My, I'm a, my first stud is my husband's um, husband. Uh, does Bryant. Love him. Mm. He is fabulous. He's a sure bet. And I think this, like, contract talk, you know, with him not getting a contract yet, is like only gonna fire him because if anybody knows Des Bryant, he is cray cray and still wears diapers. In a good diapers. way. In a good way. I mean, he's just like, love him. Just toddler throwing fits. Like, it's fabulous. Encouraging the team, so they say. Um, but he's just. He just really is great in fantasy. You don't have to love the Cowboys. You don't have to love Dez. But in fantasy, he's he's just elite. And it is what it is. He's amazing. And bam. 
He's my first stud. I like him. Mm-hmm. I'm going to talk about the stud, Calvin Johnson. Boom. Oh. A.K.A. Megatron. Hi, Megatron. Hey, hey, Mega. Hey, Tronny. What's up? <laughs> yeah, he, uh, he's huge. He's 6'5", 236 pounds. Big, big guy. Caught 12 touchdowns last year. Um, he had 156 targets, which was, like, I think second behind Pierre Garçon, or close to, on definitely top of the targets. And uh, almost 1,500 yards. That's, like, beast status. That is, that's big numbers that he put up. So, um, he's been virtually non-existent in the preseason, but don't don't fret about that. Don't worry about it. This is a guy that's going to be the first wide receiver off the boards. Definitely top three if he wasn't the first off the boards. Love him. Enjoy him. He will... He will be fabulous for you all year. Yeah, and you know what? Uh, Jordy Nelson, I'm just going to put this out here for you. We like guys that can have a 1,000-yard seasons. And he's done it twice, and one of the times he did it was last year, and that's when Aaron Rodgers wasn't around. Yeah, <laughs> like, seriously. seriously. It's crazy, and he's still yeah. got over a 1,000 yards receiving. So, um that's why he's in the, the stud category. He doesn't seem flashy, but you definitely... Uh, in any out. sort of way, he does not seem flashy. But he no. is, like... There's nothing flashy legit. about Jordy Nelson. He's legit, you know? Even his last name's Nelson, which is, like, you know, a common name, right? Yeah, you kind right. of forget he's even on the team. And you're like, oh, yeah, he's the leading receiver. Yeah, he's, like, a stud muffin. Yeah. yeah. Amazing. So just putting it out there, because people aren't going to draft him like Calvin Johnson or these guys, but he... he Studly, studly. He's he's there. All right, guys. I'm putting on my purple pants. Putting on my Viking helmet, and I'm drafting Cordell, Cordero. Excuse me, Patterson. I love him. I wasn't into him at first because he's like, oh, you know, whatever. He's so flashy. People are in love with him. What does he? What can he do? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. I like (laughs) yeah. Okay. I like him. I'm in. I'm sold. Yay! Yay! He's good <laughs> and I don't think it matters who's throwing in the ball you know if it's Castle for the first couple weeks if it's Teddy for a couple weeks back to Castle who knows I don't care I like Patterson he's legit it's gonna be she a lot, lot of Viking talk today guys oh, for, a team, really? for a team that might not even hit 500 I say it's like I might be drafting the whole team I'm all in <laughs> She's in. I'm all in, people. She's on the ship. It's getting hot in here. And by hot, yep. I mean, like, literally, it's getting hot in here. <laughs> to put your hair up. Oh, it's so good. So my next step would be Demarius Thomas. Yep. Again, no surprise. And no, it's not because I'm a homer. It's because he's awesome. He was the number second highest fantasy receiver last year. He had the most touchdowns out of all the wide receivers last year. Um, I don't see anything changing because the offense is still on full cylinders right now. They're still killing it, and he's still the top wide receiver there. Even though Emmanuel Sanders is still there, it's still Demar- Demarius Thomas. It is he is still the guy. He will be a top five finisher. DTA. Would you take him over Demarius Tom- or over Cal- Calvin Johnson? You know I. <sighs> no, I would be tempted. <laughs> No, and it's out of sheer respect. I mean, come on. Calvin is Megatron. I know, okay? but Demarius, Demarius had better gets, numbers than Calvin last year. 
It doesn't matter. All right, people. I mean, the Broncos were freaks last year. They were freaks last year. I'm not saying they're not going to have another fantastic year. They're not going to break their own record. No. 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 I agree. I agree. No. But you also have to look at the fact that Wes Welker is kind of, you know, borderline, which really just kind of leaves you Demarius and Emmanuel Sanders. There's a little bit more touches going his way. The Wes Welker situation is really sad. It's very sad, very dicey. I'll get to that later, but. Oh, good. Good. Sad. Sad. Very good. Let's go into the sleeper category, Brandon. Well, I kind of mentioned it before, but this is going to be a heavy Jets show. I apologize. But it's like, it's <laughs> like a Vikings episode. Yeah, a heavy Jets and Vikings. <laughs> yeah. I mean, we know, oh, no. we know, like, the, I want to just restress this is a fantasy show, not an NFL show. Right. So make sure you know where you're tuning in to. Uh, you guys, <laughs> insane value. Insane value you can get him so late and they love him they love him he's having a great preseason you can tell that they definitely want to give him the ball he had a touchdown the other day I mean, it just it's like it's We're so ta- clear to me that chris johnson and eric decker are huge additions to a team that had literally zero weapons last year and their quarterback still had numerous games over 20 fantasy points i, I don't know i i mean I'm sorry. He, yes, yes, yes. Peyton Manning was throwing him the ball. I'm, I, that, I just think this is a ridiculous debate, and I just want to make sure because a lot of you know our listeners are, a lot of them are really advanced fantasy players, and a lot of them listen to a lot of different podcasts, and some of them are new but are listening to podcasts just to kind of learn. But either way, they're absorbing this information that um, there's going to be a huge drop off for a lot of people, right? There's this big like. Um, conversation going on about that, right? It's like, oh, well, Eric Decker is not having payment from the ball. And, and, and it's like, you know, no, I, you know, I agree, but he's also not competing with four other massive receiving studs right. for every catch. So, I mean, it's kind of like, I don't know, it kind of balances out for me. I don't think he's going to have record-breaking numbers, but if he's your wide receiver two or three or four, give me a break. Yeah. You can literally get him for your third wide receiver, no problem, in almost every draft. We have him ranked higher than, like, a lot of people. And I'm just saying I don't understand. I don't see any reason for you to be hesitant. I don't know. So he's my sleeper because of where he's going in the drafts. And But you know what? People are starting to smart up to him. Same with Cordero Patterson. It's like now that yeah. they're playing well, people are like, oh, well, maybe, maybe. But I just want to say I said it all year. Sorry, that's her, that's that's her I, I told you so moment. That was mine. I've been Scary. all about it. Scary. Um. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sweating over here. It's like 90 degrees. And I turn off my AC to have good sound, uh, but I'm like, this was so the good. wrong choice. It's so good. Um, I love it. The, so mine too, my sleeper is just basically draft value. I pick Calvin Benjamin. He is the number one wide receiver for Carolina, clearly. Um, And this is a strong offense, you know. I mean, he is filling a lot of people's spots. And you're saying, okay, well, the defenses will just focus on him. Okay, cool. But 
Greg Olson is the tight end. People are actually going to be focusing on the, him too. And it's going to open it up. And Cam can move. So people have to, they have to focus on Cam. You know, so there, it's, he's a great rookie. If you're going to draft a rookie, um, really like him. We all know that they don't have running backs. And if they're going to win some games, it's going to have to be on Benjamin's shoulders and Newton's shoulders. So I really like him this year. I, He's one of my rookies that could possibly be rookie of the year. I think he has, you know, the potential to do that. So I wouldn't mind him on my draft. He's going in the 11th round. Okay. I'll take a number one wide receiver on one of the top offenses to, in the 11th round. Fine. Don't tell me twice. Tell them. <laughs> Call don't me. Tell, don't tell I'll me be- twice. <laughs> Fine. Be that way. Oh, man. Love it. Love it. So mine's kind of similar with the Cordell Patterson route, too, where people are smarting up a little bit to him. Um, but it's Emmanuel Sanders. It's a new year. He was a Steeler last year. And, and you, know, you could look at his numbers last year, but I don't think it's going to be very indicative of what's going to actually be going on this year. So it's better to look at actually like Eric Decker's numbers because that's the role that he's filling. He's coming in at, into that position, right? In, in an already a set offense that already can produce it. So Decker was the eighth highest scoring wide receiver with 87 receptions on 137 targets and for almost 1,300 yards and had 11 touchdowns. That was only three touchdowns less than Demarius yeah. Thomas. So you've got a wide receiver one and a wide receiver two with almost with both double-digit touchdowns and only three touchdowns apart. And already in the preseason, granted... I will say that the whole purpose of that preseason game was to get Monte Ball and Emmanuel Sanders into the offensive packages to make sure they were going to be warmed up because they're not going to play them in this fourth preseason game. It's not going to happen. So I get there's many more balls thrown to him than there would be. I will preface with that. But he still caught five passes for 128 yards and two touchdowns. So he's... Not bad. Not bad. No, not bad at all. Yeah, I like it. You know, so... (laughs) He's integrating himself into the offense. He's got a great other wide receiver on the other side and Demarius Thomas, which is going to help open him up. We've got Wes Welker, who's got a concussion. We're not quite sure the status of what's going to happen with Wes Welker, right? So that could be a few more touches also going his way. And what's crazy is that you can get him in the seventh round. His ADP is like 72. Well, right. you can get him there for another day. Well, we keep saying this, but I mean, just looking today, people are doing the drafts, and then you know, my draft, wow. I got him in the ninth or tenth round, the draft I had yesterday. What? And you're a homer. That's nuts. I know it was crazy, and it's. I'm telling you, there's a possibility you can get this guy really low, and he's got the potential for a very, very high wide receiver two points. So, right, love it. I like him a love lot. Love it. Well, I'll tell you what uh, the. Best offense I've seen in the um, preseason is Broncos, but number two, the Seahawks. I don't know what they're doing there. No, I do know. It's um, having full contact practices before they're supposed (laughs) to. God, he's so gross. He's so (laughs) gross. Sorry. Once a cheater, always a cheater. It's true. He is gross, but whatever. I mean, I don't know why we don't talk more about the fact that the Seahawks continue to have these problems. But anyway, it's working. So um, you're I saying was cheating highly... works? Newsflash: cheating works, guys. Yeah, yeah. Either way, 
their offense is, is on all cylinders right now. Russell Wilson looks brilliant, and Percy Harvin is going to benefit from that if he could stay healthy. So if you're getting him as your second, late second, early third wide receiver, not round, but you know what I mean, uh, then, then you should feel good about it. They look really good. So I'm going to leave you on that because Great. his stats don't have anything to do with now because he was in Minnesota and he never played the full season except for once. Boom. Well, from one cheating team to the next, I've got Brandon LaFell from the Patriots, <laughs> my friends. And really? now this is like a deep, deep, deep sleeper, okay? Now, I, like I don't this. trust anything coming out of New England. Belichick is a dirty liar to us fantasy owners, and we all know this. You can never believe him. Everybody's always questionable for games. <laughs> it's really he is the worst. He is it the is, worst. For it fantasy. is kind of a funny like f you to everybody because he literally lists half the roster as questionable. It's or, true. I bet he plays fantasy. I'm just saying. Like I bet he has. Like, you know he laughs. Yeah. Somebody yeah. that organization laughs every yeah. week when they make that list. Just like. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, the Patriots are a crazy team when it comes to their offense. They have a hard time staying healthy, but they are really good at winning. It's got some big voodoo stuff going on. So last year was a down year for the Patriots, but LaFell wasn't even on the team, so don't worry about it. You know, he's been seeing a lot of targets this preseason. Belichick seems to really like him, and that's that's rare. And my biggest, like, plus for him is that the Broncos wanted him first before Emmanuel Sanders. And if the Broncos think he has talent, the man must have some talent. So I'm in with the Brandon LaFell. Deep, deep, deep. Deep, deep. Deep, deep. deep. Super deep. Super deep. Ashley, I was was, going to be really dirty there, and I'm not going to say it. You were going to say that's what she said. (laughs) No, I was going to say balls deep. Balls deep. True. But I said it, so I said it. So there it is. <laughs> so. so now it's out there. Yeah, I didn't want to say it, but then I said it 10 seconds later. So oh, right. we'll, we'll move on to my sleeper. <laughs> uh, Texas wide receiver DeAndre Hopkins. Yeah! Yeah! I, I wish we talked more about him. I like him. I, I like him, too. What I like yeah. most about him is the fact that he got a lot of good reps in with Fitzy, the bearded wonder. Um, that beard, by the way, is bigger and bushier this year than it even was last year. It's fantastic. It's kids. It's fantastic. But um, he's had more reps with him because, you know, Andre Johnson was hurt slash holding out. They've developed some sort of chemistry. And the Houston camp loves him. They think he looks fantastic during camp. They're loving him during, you know, their de- his dedication, his attention to the playbook. They love it. It's just not quite computing on the field during actual preseason games. Like he hasn't had great games, um, but because of that, you can get him pretty low. So, but I, I do think it's going to turn around. I think he's going to be able to produce. I think there probably been with that weird pressure of making the team, although he shouldn't even be nervous about making the team. But he's a really talented guy, and I really think that that's going to come around, and he's going to be doing pretty well, especially by at least week four. So DeAndre Hopkins, get on, get on it. That's what it says to say. Let's all just choose one one wide receiver we're going to bench this season. Well, um, I, I'm thinking about benching. This is so hard because I, I wrote up two and I, I, I'm, I'm going to say, let me save you from yourself, 
um, with the Brandon Cook situation. I love him. I want to explain this. Great, great fantasy pick. If he was going where we have him, which is in the ninth or tenth round. Unfortunately, his ADP puts him in the sixth round, and uh, ain't nobody got time for that. He's a rookie <laughs> wide receiver in a an offense that's led by Drew Brees, which is seemingly great, but that means that they spread the ball around unless they're throwing it to Jimmy Graham. So, um, no. No. I'm just I'm not I'm not giving you a sixth round pick rookie wide receiver who I adore, but so it's unfortunate because if he was going in the ninth or tenth round like we have him, I would he would not be on the bench. But for now, save yourself. And I'm going to say, save yourself from all of the Oakland Raiders. Mm. Yes. Period. Yes. Really any position. But we're just talking about wide receivers here. So just did, don't do did it. Did you just period the screen? I did. I Period. Period. I love it. Yes. I did. I did. Period. They have shot throwing them the ball. That's enough, Sam. It's done. It's done. <laughs> it's over. I had a hard one because I was going to mention Wes Walker. That I said I'd get into later. But he's a little bit less of a bench. He's more of a, it's complicated for me than my mm. bench. Because my so bench. That's what doctors say. Yeah. My, my bench is Kendall Wright. Um, oh. Oh. I know. This is one of my controversial ones. Yep. We'll get through it. Um, so here's the deal. <laughs> like, Kendall Wright was the 31st highest scoring wide receiver last year, which puts him, you know, right there on that cusp of that wide receiver three for you, right? So mm-hmm. he could kind of waver in between whether he'd actually make your starting lineup. But what makes me nervous is that Kendall Wright is purely a yards guy. Like, almost all of his points were from yards. He got 94 receptions on 140 targets for 1,079 yards, but he only scored two touchdowns all season. And unfortunately, they're starting to spread the wealth a bit more with, like, Justin Hunter and with the, the running backs being incorporated a bit more. They're trying to even out their offense. So I'm just a little nervous that he's not going to get as many touches as he did last year, and he's a hundred. He's literally like a hundred percent a yardage guy. So if he's not getting that volume, it makes me nervous. Mm. Well, there you go, there you go, guys. Quarterbacks, studs. Let me start this off. An oldie but a goodie, and he's kind of a little bit low, Mr. Tom Brady. Yeah, I moved him up. Did you see? I saw that. And so have the ADPs. He is being brought up, (laughs) you guys. He is not just a ninth-round pick anymore. People are taking him in the fifth round. I'm just saying, he's got all of his weapons. He's going to have a comeback here. He is not done yet, folks. Brady is on, and I'm I'm all about it. Boom. Boom. On the mend. Take him, let's, people. Let's take him. We'll go to the, the superior quarterback, Peyton Manning. Oh, I figured that for you, Chris Top, because we've had this argument for a decade now. Um, <laughs> and he's starting to realize he's not going to win this one, which is my favorite part of it. But, so Peyton Manning had a killer year last year. Obviously, he broke every single offensive record there is, essentially. But he's been killing it in the preseason this year as well. So, like, I'm not going to say fluke. Obviously, Peyton Manning's not a fluke. But he's on target right now to have a very similar year as last year. 
Again, I'm not going to say he's going to break his own records, but he could be in that same ballpark is what I'm saying. I mean, the guy was 43 of 54, you know, for 79.6% completion rating, and he's had over 423 yards, three touchdowns, and one interception. With not playing that many series, people, he didn't actually Nuts. play that many series. So, I mean, it's it, it could be another cray-cray year here. He's like scary good people. He And again, if you don't have a top four pick, do not be shamed into not taking Peyton Manning as, like, your fifth pick. It's completely fine. Go for and it. And I'm going to do my studs together, and then you guys can go on, because mine are Drew Brees and Aaron Rodgers, and they're in the exact same camp as Peyton Manning. And this is the thing, guys. We might look nerdy by saying it in old school, but I'm sorry if you... If you want to talk about guaranteed points, because even Aaron Rodgers with an injury, when he was in, he he scored um, over 18 points on average for every game. And he did come back in week seven and then took his team to the playoffs. I mean, the guy is a crazy, crazy talent. So, yeah, I mean, I'm kind of sick of people bullying people that take quarterbacks early. I understand the um, theory, but they are better than everyone else. They are. <laughs> Points wise. By a lot. Yeah. You can't you can't hide the facts, people. Just can't. Drew Brees is a monster. He is a freak. He's a freak. I mean, he's a silent freak too. I just I don't know, like it's so good. It's so good. You know, and mine is just a little bit below those two guys. You know, everybody needs a little luck. I like myself a little luck. Andrew. No, nobody wants that to be your real husband, but man, fantasy wise, I'll take him every night. Every night. He I'm is amazing. Curl into that neck beard and just lay there and spoon. <laughs> Snuggle up with my PBR. And you don't think of it when you look at him, but he had 377 yards rushing last year and four touchdowns. Yeah, he's rushing more touchdowns. agile than you would think. I know. Yeah. I know. Everyone thinks he's Kaepernick. No, luck too. I mean, he's the man. I love him. Feel good about him. Feel so good about him. I, Mine's I just... also like the next year down, which is Matthew Stafford. Um, again, we won't get into the epic meltdown. There was the snowstorm against the Eagles. It was brutal. But, I mean, yet he was still yeah. the eighth yeah. highest scoring fantasy player last year, even with, with, even with a complete meltdown. So that's a bonus, right? You can know. I mean, you can know he can literally drop an egg, and you're still gonna get crazy good points from him. Yeah. So, so I mean, and his preseason's actually it's been comparatively to other people pretty good. I mean, 21 of 30, two touchdowns, one interception, 204 yards. All this does is solidify how much more of a you know beast Peyton Manning is. He's got 423 yards compared to Matthew Stafford, who's gonna be the eighth highest scoring quarterback, and he only threw for 204. Just a little comparison there, but. He's a beast. He's amazing. The D- Detroit Lions have an amazing offense. They're a very heavy passing team. Feel very good about Stafford if he's a quarterback that you get. Boom. Boom. You know, I, I'm going to go ahead and take us down to the sleepers, and I can't believe I'm saying this, but Andy Dalton is my favorite sleeper throughout the whole draft. Dalton. I'm so... I just can't do it. I just can't handle it. I, we have him ranked so much higher than any other site because we're real people. This man's <laughs> got some real talent. I cannot believe that one of the top quarterbacks last year is going in the 12th round. 
is just bananas to me. It's just crazy. You know, I just, they, the whole package is there in Cincinnati. It just, it, it's going to happen. It's going to happen. Dalton, draft him. You're going to love that red-headed rubber band ginger. man. I'm into him. Yeah, we're Can't not prejudiced against people with no souls. We'll still rank you high. Absolutely. Absolutely. Mine, again, will be no shock if you've ever listened to this podcast, and that is Alex Smith. <laughs> I know. It's so sad that he's married, because really, you he's, two belong together. I know, he's really, he's a cutie. But I've got nothing but love <laughs> for this guy. And he was the 13th highest scoring quarterback last year with missing a game. He threw for over 3,000 yards, 23 touchdowns, 7 picks. He also had 431 rushing yards. There were only three other quarterbacks in the top 15 that had more rushing yards than Alex Smith last year. Only three. So, again, he's not another guy that you think of when you're thinking of an agile rushing quarterback. You're not thinking Alex Smith. But guess what? You need to start thinking that. And I'm not saying this guy is a starter, hence why he's in my sleeper category. But he is someone to think about as far as if you were to pick up a second quarterback and someone on the bye weeks because he isn't going to lose you your game and he's going to be able to deliver you some points. So, that's that. Um, I told you at the beginning of the summer, I'm going to tell you again. Jay Cutler is my greatest internal debate as a human being. Uh, He's surrounded by ridiculous talent. His coach is a genius. His wide receivers are ridiculously <laughs> talented. His, his running back is my boyfriend. Like, we hang out. I love him so much. Even Martellus Bennett, if we can get him to stop throwing his, his fellow players into the ground... He's a tight end threat. He has everything going for him to have an amazing, amazing fantasy season. There is just a problem. He hasn't played a full season since 2009. <laughs> really? 2009? That was I didn't know that. That's great. Oof. Oof. Now, if you get him, you're going to love him. Just make sure that you do the... the the back-to-back, back-to-back drafting, you know? Yeah. A lot of people say, don't draft a backup quarterback. Well, you do if you've got one of these injury-prone guys or right. one of these guys where you're kind of like, I'm not quite sure. Then, yeah, you do that because there you go. Then you have someone. Because right. other people are going to pick up backup quarterbacks, and now you have less talent that's on the waiver wire. So, I don't know. <laughs> I, He's I, the Monte I'm, Ball of Chicago. Yeah. Yeah. You draft like him because there's talent them. everywhere around him that he just has to he has to succeed. It just has to happen. But the floor yeah. is so high. Like if he plays in a game with the Chicago Bears, he will get a minimum of fifteen fantasy points. Yeah. But he may not play a game with the Chicago Bears multiple times. <laughs> yeah. Hey. I'm with you. You know, we talked about injuries real fast. You know, my second sleeper is Tony Romo. You know, he got knocked down, not once, but I think uh, three times last game, which doesn't speak too highly of the offensive line, but he got back up, people. He got back up. He just recovered from back surgery. He's on, people. He's game on. He's okay. I know when Peyton got hit the first time after last year, it was just like, (gasps) it's done. Preseason. Wipe it away. Let's go, Cowboys. Let's go. I like it. My next sleeper is Ben Roethlisberger. I think people forget that he is still a player in the NFL. 
Maybe in the bathroom. <laughs> I know. That was last season. Every time I talk about that, that song, that Usher song, come to mind. And Brian's so like, "Stop it, Ashley! You're gonna get sued." And I'm like, "No, maybe, but it's funny." Um, he... <laughs> Lamar Miller is gonna be the first one to sue us, well yeah. before Ben. Yeah. But here's the thing: is that his ADP is crazy low, 121. Like, crazy low. And he was the 12th highest scoring quarterback last year. Which technically, if you are in a 12-team league, means he is a starting quarterback. And this guy was going in the 12th round. The value is insane. The guy threw for over 4,000 yards last year and 28 touchdowns. I mean, the guy can still play, guys. And he's had a pretty decent preseason. He's had 328 yards and three touchdowns, one pick. I mean, like, if you're in a 12-team league... Get yourself some Ben Roethlisberger. And if you want a backup quarterback, get yourself some Ben Roethlisberger because this guy is literally a brick house. He does not break. Even when he's broken, he plays. He's the True. opposite of a Jay Cutler. He is. He rarely misses a game, even if he should. So, big Ben. And you know what? Life is about learning. And what I did was I watched the preseason games and I learned that the Seattle Seahawks have become an offensive team, which is terrifying. Uh, <laughs> Russell Wilson looks great. So my big knock on him is that so he had the third most rushing yards last year uh, behind Cam Newton and Terrell Pryor. And, uh, but the problem was he only had one rushing touchdown. I was like, you know, I mean, who wants a rushing quarterback that doesn't get rushing touchdowns? Like, uh, ends up, he's had three in the preseason. Three rushing touchdowns in the preseason. Now, I'm not saying he's going to get three even the whole year, but it seems like he's probably going to get more than one. And the offense in general is just on all cylinders. So um, I, I have now moved him up. He's now in sleeper territory. And if you're debating between him, RG3, Kaepernick, and you're someone that likes mobile quarterbacks, he should be your top choice, in my opinion. Boom. You know, lucky for me, I cover the two worst quarterbacks in the league. Um, so I'm just going to say their names, and we all already know. Eli Manning, <laughs> don't do it. Just because you hear Manning doesn't mean he's a Peyton. Yep. Don't. Matt Shaw, new place, same stuff. So, sorry. Don't blame it on the injury. You are going to get replaced by David, Derek Carr. It's just going to happen. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Don't play these people. Just calling it. Just calling it now. Calling it now. So we'll combine the benches, I agree. Uh, my benches are going to be Sam Bradford slash Sean Hill. Uh, if, if you haven't heard Sam Bradford towards ACL again, same knee. It's really sad. Everybody feels bad for Sam Bradford. He's like the nicest person. And the chances they tore this knee the same, literally the same knee, I guess, is incredibly rare, but it happened. Maybe a season, a career ending injury. It's just, oh, it's heartbreaking. It's heartbreaking. But the team is really rallying around Sean Hill quite a bit. Uh, they feel really good about it. Um, but that doesn't mean that he should be on your roster. No. So there's just too many good options out there. And same goes for Ryan Fitzpatrick, which we all know I love him and his beard. But there's just better options to be had. Not to say that you can't look for Fitzy if there's a bye week and you didn't draft a second quarterback, and if he's a good matchup, then I think that's completely fine because he's got the talent, but you're not drafting him. So, 
Uh, the 49ers have a real touchdown problem and yardage problem. So until they solve that, I'm pretty much low on all of them. Well, for their first team, at least. <laughs> yeah. Their, their second team is, I guess, running down the field. But their first team, there are some problems. So That was one of my... Fast forward this part. <laughs> that was one of my favorite parts during one of the games when the analyst was like, Hey, they finally scored a touchdown. And the other guy was like, yeah, with the second team. Yeah. <laughs> Ouch. But true. I actually tweeted out during the game, and I really mean this, that if I were Harbaugh, I would have said, you know what? First team, you're out here until you score a touchdown in the preseason. I don't care if that takes you to the end of the game. It's a confidence building one. thing. It's a confidence building. I think, I feel like once I see Kaepernick score a touchdown, I can feel a little bit better. And I think that if you get him as your second guy, but I would not get him as your first guy. And he's go, still going off as a first guy on the, the draft board. So, um, and, but other than that, I actually cover a lot of pretty decent quarterbacks. And I'm even going to put Chad Henney and uh, Geno Smith in the, I'm not quite benching them because you don't have to bench them because you're not going to draft them. But I wouldn't be surprised if you maybe thought about using them. Yes, even Chad Henney. I just said it. Boom. 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 Jaguars, better than you think. Better than you think. And why aren't they starting Blake Bortles? Okay, I'm done. (laughs) Blake's been looking good, though. He's been looking good. He looks so good. He does look good. He does. He does. Uh, Tight ends, ladies. Who looks good for them? Uh, Orange Julius, Julius Thomas. Duh. He's like a top two, top three tight end. He's a given. You're going to draft him. Um, He had 788 yards, but he had 12 touchdowns, which is a lot for a tight end. I mean, a lot. That's That's even more than Eric Decker had as a wide receiver, too. So... And Peyton Manning loves him. He's a big, he's a big, big part of their offense. That's not going to change this year. Draft with confidence. You, you're going to want, you're going to strive to get him because he's that upper echelon of tight ends, which is a very big drop off when it comes after that. There's a big drop off before that, and it's from Jimmy Graham to everyone else. And <laughs> there's Jimmy. If you have watched like football two or three. at all, then uh, I don't really have anything to say to you. So. I love who everyone drafts Jimmy Graham is like, I had the best draft. And yeah, it's like, well, I got yeah, Jimmy. Uh, you, know. <laughs> um, you know what? Rob Gronkowski is still a stun. Okay. Now there's draft stuff going on or, you know, trade stuff. They picked up a new tight end, Tim Wright from Tampa Bay. You know what? Gronk probably isn't healthy. Okay, but you know that drafting him, this is no shocker. Just because they drafted another t- or traded another yeah. tight end doesn't, you know what? Yeah, you're going to get what you get from him. It might be six games. But when he's in, he's going to be a rock star. So you take him, if you take him high, you know what? That is part of the game. It's just part of the game. Strategy. It is. It's strategy. So I'm okay. I mean, I'm not going to take him, but I'm okay if you do. So there you go. There you go. He's still a stud. He's still a stud. Potty on, Gronk. Sleepers, Ashley. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> my sleeper is Jordan Reed from the Redskins he's not quite a sleeper but he's like that third no probably fourth tier down Jordan <laughs> Reed but he was injured a lot so last bad. year a lot last year which makes it really hard to look at his statistics and kind of feel good about it but here's my thing about it is that while when he did play he was still able to muster up 499 yards and three touchdowns which is what a lot of the tight ends who started all of the games 
final output was. So you can't feel bad about that. And he's got Deshaun Jackson and PR Gerson on the team, which automatically means that's going to open him up a little bit more. And actually, almost more importantly, is that the Redskins are really interesting that they're one of the few teams that do not use their running backs as receivers really at all. Like Alfred Morris had like 10 catch. I don't know the number, but it was like literally like very few actual receptions yeah. last year where a lot of teams will actually have the running back kind of go out and for that, you know, dump off kind of play when, when the quarterback's getting a lot of pressure. They don't do that. What that means, that's going to open up Jordan Reed for that possibility for the dump off. And let me tell you what, they're going to need to use that quite a bit this year. So I think he, if he can stay healthy, the big concern with him again is concussions and injury. If he stays healthy, he could have a very good season. Nice. Well, I'm going to say uh, Martellus Bennett from the Bears because due to his, like, I don't know, the team asking him to leave and pay fines and him saying, I have enough money and uh, kind of <laughs> making a special out of himself. He's kind of slipped a little bit. Um, and he's not quite in the starters, so you can get him as a backup. And I feel like that's that's a good thing. And I, I put him in, like, the Zach Ertz territory. And Zach Ertz, once again, I'm, make I'm actually buying in because they're running those two tight end sets almost every play. It's nuts, you guys. It's nuts. He is selling mm -hmm. around the field the whole time. Crazy. So um, it's totally crazy. So I would say uh, Martellus Bennett, you know, I just feel like once again, you know, he, he had 65 passes, 759 yards last year, five touchdowns, probably about the same. And for tight end play, that's okay. That's okay. That's okay. Purple pants back on. Why not? New position, new face, Kyle Rudolph. <laughs> I'm into you. Now, I know a lot of people drafted him kind of high last year, and he was a complete disappointment. Okay. I get it. I get it. New Embrace offense, it. new players, new quarterback. It's, it's a new game there in Minnesota. You can get him really low. I mean, and he can be your starting tight end, and you can feel good about it. So, with the Vikings, you are winning. Winning. <laughs> Who are you not winning with, ladies, with the tight ends? Um, Mr. Garrett Graham with the Texans. Although oh, I will say, sad. I did just look it up. Alfred Morris only had nine receptions all year last year. Nine. Crazy talent. I knew it was in my mind that was like less than double digits. But okay, so Garrett Graham. You shouldn't have to dig this deep for a tight end. You really shouldn't. So don't really be tempted. But Graham, I mean, he did have 554 yards last year and five touchdowns. So, you know, he's not terrible. There's just mm -hmm. some better tight ends out there. But what's going to be interesting about him is what I want to say is while he's on my bench now, I want to put him on the lookout list because they are changing their offense and they're ch moving him into uh, what they call a move tight end or an H-back, which for people that watch football, if you, if you look at the Patriots, the H-back would have been Aaron Hernandez. Okay? So... They have a different player that they're going to put in that Gronk role, and he's filling the H-back role. So I don't know how that's going to play out because I'm really not sure the Texans have um, I don't know this nicely, a robust enough offense to really be incorporating <laughs> plays nice like that. Um, that, was, that was very nice. You're very nice you. this show. I, I'm being nice. But, so I, I, don't, I don't really – this is weird. <laughs> I know it's so weird. I don't foresee Garrett Graham having a whole lot of impact, but he's someone to think about maybe on a buy or 
keep your eye on him, but there's just other, there's better options ahead of him. Well, I have news for you. Antonio Gates is alive and well. So all the Ladarius Green fans out there that are going crazy town, I'm going to put a little water on that fire. Tell you, I'm seeing Antonio Gates catch a bunch of passes and do his thing in preseason. I am not seeing it from Ladarius Green. And I do think that he's going to play a larger role, but do I think he's going to play a large enough role to be the starter on your fantasy team? No. And once again, this is not real football. This is fantasy football. I'm telling you it's too risky. It's not the Eagles. They are not running those two tight end sets <laughs> and utilizing them that way. The, the idea that that's going to happen is, is I'm not going to say far-fetched, but it just hasn't happened. So until it does, just let him be on waivers. Because you know what? If someone's going to draft him, they're probably going to, drop him pretty quickly and then you can snatch him up if it changes he's a very athletic great guy shouldn't be a starter on your team and I do, I'm going to talk about a guy that a lot of people drafted last year as their starting tight end it's not the case this year new team not so much Owen Daniels mm. oh yeah that's sad you're behind Mr. Dennis Pitta and although Pitta might get injured very yeah. possible. Um, it's just not looking good for him. It's not looking good. So don't draft him. He'll be there if Pitta gets injured. They do like using their tight ends there in, Ra- in the Ravens world. Um, but no. Sorry, Daniels. Backup tight end and not a, and two tight end offense is not nice. It's not nice. Kickers. Woohoo! The kickers. We're going to hit this back. Right. Bam, we'll do a two-minute drill here, ladies and gentlemen, with the kickers. We're going to get it all done in two minutes, which means, ladies, you have less than 40 seconds. Go. Okay, right. Studs, Steven Hauschka. Why? Because he started all 16 games last year, completed 33 of 35 of his attempted field goals, made all of his 44 attempted extra points, and he helped me win my fantasy football league, specifically. I like it. Boom, Seattle. Ashley. Me? Matt Bryant plays for the Atlanta Falcons. We have him ranked number seven on our kickers list, which actually may even be increased because of Matt Prater, which I'll get into on my benches. But with him, the offense is just good enough to get him in field goal range, but not quite good enough to be scoring a lot of touchdowns half the time, which is exactly what you want in a kicker. Matt Bryant. Boom. Steven Goskowski for the New England Patriots. He's the yeah. Jimmy Graham of kickers, people. Jimmy Graham of kickers. Yes. Boom. He's a boom. Two-time pro bowler. And he just hit his record-breaking kick this offseason. I don't care that he's been in the league forever. He's the man. Sign me up. Father sleepers. Time. All right. Uh, sleepers. Oh, I thought I didn't know we were doing. They were doing bench. Let's go to bench. Uh, Let's go to bench. We, we can, I had okay, added yeah. Ben and Terry, by the way, because this is his 19th season, and he still's got it. Okay, I'm just saying, bench people. <laughs> what do we got, <laughs> Ashley? Who's your bench? Well, I have on my bench Alex Henry, and why? Because he may not have a job. Oh, so yeah, sad. it's sad. No, they brought another kicker. He's competing. It's not over yet for Alex Henry. But since you don't know, you can't draft him. Sorry, guys. But if he does come back, if he is the guy, Philadelphia scores a lot of points. So you do want him. That's what's unfortunate about these kind of kicker competitions is that when it's on a team that you know scores a lot, it's sad because you want to draft him. Oh, sad. 
Uh, you know, I got Jay Feely. Sorry, you two are out of the NFL. Oh, he's been replaced by a rookie. Can't I damn pronounce his last name, but I'm sure he's going to be fabulous. Good luck, Feely. I hope you have a wonderful next stage in life. <laughs> Ouch. Um, mine would be Matt Prater. I'm not saying a full-on bench, but here's the problem is you don't drop two kickers. That's just crazy that's town. That's too much. I mean, and that's we're going to show the loves kickers. Yeah, and no. I'm even willing for you to draft two defenses, but you cannot draft two kickers. That is literally crazy town. And he has been suspended for the first four games, I believe, because Miss Boozy McBoozerson was not supposed to drink and drank on vacation and violated his policy based on a DUI that he had, I think, in 2011, I want to say. Mm-hmm. Um, so he is out. So while he would have been a top one or two draftee, you can't draft him now because you can't have two kickers. So look for him on the waiver wire, but you have to draft somebody else. Sorry, guys. And it's actually five games because the Broncos have a bye in week four. It's true. Yep. That's just that's, so. Remember that and pick him up in that bye week, people. Yeah. I'm saying just we'll remind don't, you. Yeah, we'll, we'll tell you. We'll let you know what's up. Let's move <laughs> to the defenses who can make or break your game, people. This is, is exciting and sad story all at the same time. I'm gonna start off with the Carolina Panthers. I love them. They're amazing. They had 60 sacks, 16 more than the Seattle Seahawks, mind you. 20 interceptions, 10 fumble recoveries, and scored four touchdowns yes please i'll take it mine is going to be the kansas city chiefs although they are so very close to the denver broncos and with the st louis rams but what i like about them is that they had i believe 11 touchdowns 21 interceptions 47 sacks they were a crazy crazy good defense but if you get any of those three broncos rams chiefs feel good soaking the points because it's just gonna be overflowing Seattle Seahawks, I don't really know why we need to discuss this, but they are amazing if you want points on your defense team. So there you go. 44 sacks, 28 interceptions, two safeties, four defensive touchdowns, and recovered 11 fumbles. And only, this is the key, only allowed 225 points all season. Nice. 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 Bench ladies, who are we not picking up for your defense? I know I'm not taking the Dallas Cowboys. <gasps> oh. You guys are nope. awful. You're only getting worse, and I don't even want to see you game 16. It's going to be sad. Courtney's like, and I'm out. Mine's a really tough call between the Washington Redskins and the Atlanta Falcons. Both oh. terrible. Terrible. <laughs> terrible. Terrible teams. Um, we're talking like single, low, single digit touchdowns. We're talking like yeah. very few sacks, very few interceptions. I mean, it's really, really sad. We have them literally ranked, I think, 31 and 32, or if they're maybe it's 30 and 31. They're, they're on the very bottom barrel. You should not even be remotely considering them. Put them out of your heads. And I'm going to remind you that San Diego, um, we don't talk about them, but we probably should talk about the fact that they were in the bottom 10 in every stat line from last year's defensive fantasy points perspective. Every single one, they were in the bottom 10. Harsh. So, really uh, harsh. Yeah, and you know what? That That is what it is. It's just that they're kind of in the middle, so I just want to make sure you don't mistakenly draft them. No, don't do it. Defenses don't are hard it. to predict, but I, I want to pick a team that has that right now. Yeah. I like these two-minute drills, ladies. That was really fun. Yeah, really, really kind of kept it up. Yeah. I like that. 
Happy. Uh, just so everyone knows, we didn't talk about everybody tonight, but it is on our website. So go over there, download the easy draft sheet before your draft this weekend. It's so Happy good. draft day, everybody. Make sure to check us out on ESPNW. Hey. And on Twitter at HerFantasyFB. And, of course, come to our website, HerFantasyFootball.com. Until next time, no more faking it.